So in case you missed it, on the last episode of Brown Coffee, Black Tea, we jumped into a conversation about change, shifting perspectives, and a wild-ass road trip home to Alabama. Life has been filled with a lot of unexpected turns, to say the least, and we're all honestly just trying to figure out how to make it work. So if you haven't listened yet, what you ain't known, episode 10 is up next and we have a lot of baggage to discuss. Wake up, wake up, brown coffee, black tea, so sweet to me, yeah. Bag lady, you gonna hurt your back. Dragging all them bags like that. See, I guess nobody ever told you all you must hold on to is you. Is you. Girl, it's you. Now, one day, all them bags gonna get in your way. So, sis, pack light. Pack light. Pack light. All right, welcome back to another episode of Brown Coffee Black Tea. <laughs> if you haven't, the fact that we actually made it through that because, baby, when I say I was holding back my laugh, yes. <laughs> so if wow, you we crazy. if you haven't noticed yet, this whole episode is gonna be about baggage and packing mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. The need to pack mm-hmm. light, y'all, is so important. It's so important. <laughs> How y'all doing out there? Because <laughs> Ty and I are clearly on one. We've been having conversations so often, of course, we always talk, but definitely been having a lot of conversations lately about baggage, uh, what we're carrying with us from relationship to relationship or situationship <laughs> to situationship. <laughs> my God, <laughs> my God. Just like within our own families. Um, so yeah, today, you know, we thought we'd bring you a nice spoken word piece by Erica Badu. By the great Erica Badu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, Sabrina. Do you mm-hmm. think that everyone has baggage? Does everyone have a baggage? Do. Everyone does. Everyone definitely does. Right? Everyone I, definitely does. I think, like, I feel like when I first learned, like, the whole, like, term of baggage, I was, like, really young. And so I feel like whenever anyone was talking about it, I was like, oh, you can't have any baggage going into relationships. You're never going to have any baggage going into relationships. You can't have, you know, and... Having mm-hmm. friendships is another thing that we don't even talk about all the time. But you know, yeah. we never talk about the things, or I guess we never put them together with like, oh yeah, I'm carrying this. I need to have all of this mm-hmm. done, and never ever thought that we were gonna have to continue to work on it. So, I feel and like I think like definitely has a little baggage. I was gonna say, I think that you know, we definitely have these like unrealistic (laughs) ideas of what relationships of any kind should look like. I think, you know, growing up, we all sort of idealized, um, you know, being in a relationship, having a boyfriend, a girlfriend, like idealize what a marriage looks like. Mm -hmm. And 
I think we all at some point in time thought like we would have this like perfect, you know, cookie cutter, no issues. I'm going to be a great communicator, you know, no drama type of thing, type of situation. And that's really just not the case. Like, it's just not, no matter how perfect you may be, no matter how, like, self-aware or whatever, you still have some baggage. And, like, I think as we're just, like, beginning to talk about it, it's important to note that that doesn't always have to be a negative thing. Right. I think that when we are thinking about, like, the things that we're carrying from our past, it doesn't always have to be negative. You know, but I think <laughs> that can only come when you do the work <laughs> to pick through that suitcase and see what you got in there, because that's the issue. Like a lot of times we just be carrying stuff around and we don't even know we carry. Right. Like what's in your bag? Can you pull it out? Can you name it? Do you know exactly right. what's in there? So like a couple of weeks ago, I was also thinking, you know, I was doing a little reflecting and just thinking about all the things that like have come up for me, all the things that I'm choosing to let go. And, you know, you and I have also had a lot of conversations about this year feeling like it's really just a time and space to let go of everything that doesn't serve you. Um, mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we do have things in our bag that no longer serves us that we could work through. We just have to choose to work through it. And I just feel like, you know, yeah, I got some stuff with my family. I got some control issues. I got some baggage that I still might be packing, unpacking from situationships. But the point is, is that I know what's in my bag. So, yeah, I got it. But I know I can name it. I can tell you how I'm working on it. I got a plan to release some of this baggage. So I'm packing light. Like, I'm taking that with me. Yeah. Like, because I got a long way to go. Yeah. You know, I think as we were having that conversation, it wasn't so much of like, I know what I have and I have it all together, but just like, I know, or hopefully when I'm faced with situations that might be triggering to me in any way, I know hopefully what that stems from, like where that original emotion and feeling or whatever, where it really stems from. Cause I know like, speaking for myself (laughs) there have been times when I've been like talking to someone and mind you y'all I don't just be talking to a bunch of people keep that in mind like I really I really um can't say that I've truly just like dated I don't really use like dating apps not completely against them but I just like (laughs) personally haven't really used them I made tinder uh had it for like two days and then deleted it i was about to say did That's you even have it for two days it felt like two hours go ahead i had it for two days i thought about canceling it and like deleting it every hour for sure <laughs> but um because i just like i don't like i don't like having those like what is it you know yeah, like those uh bio. Level, but like oh well that was number one. I didn't know what to put in my bio. <laughs> like <laughs> I really didn't know what to put in my bio. But having those just like um what is it? You know, like back and forth, what do they call those oh, conversations? Small talk. You don't like small talk. Small talk, small talk, yes. I don't really like small talk. And my thing is just like I also don't like being the person that's always like initiating everything. 
So I don't want to go back and forth with you on an app talking about this and that. We can like talk on the phone or talk in person at the time. So anyways, maybe I didn't give it a chance. Maybe I'll revisit it. If y'all got some tips and tricks, let me know. You ain't going back. You ain't going back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm truly not. I'm truly not. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't really talked to that many people, but I realized in some of those situations, um, that I didn't always know like where those emotions, like if I felt triggered or I got upset about something, I didn't always know where it stemmed from. So a lot of times, and I can say this now and just like take up accountability for my actions, but a lot of times I would project like all of the things that I didn't even know for myself onto that person or onto my partner, which would create more issues because as a result of doing that, I'm ultimately like blaming them for all of these things when in reality, it was probably some stuff that I haven't addressed mm-hmm. and them just acting, you know, them not intentionally trying to hurt me or whatever triggered something that I hadn't addressed with myself. And so, you know, again, just saying that, like knowing what's in your bag or knowing what you've been through and being able to pick, pick that apart, you know, taking out the good, leaving the bad and moving forward is key, but it's to help you not project in the new situations that you come upon. It's to be able to stop and say, okay, you know what? You said something right there and maybe I'm upset, but it's not necessarily because of the words you said, but it's because it brings up a feeling of when, you know, X, Y, and Z happened in the past. Right. And I know that I haven't addressed that. And now I'm realizing that I haven't addressed it. Right. <laughs> like it's being able to get to that point. Again, you know how to be perfect, but it's being able to just like separate what you are responsible for and what the other person may be responsible for. Right. And I think it also like gives you the tools. Like once you realize you can work through that, it gives you the tools to better communicate to someone when you did feel like this. So if you did react, like it gives you the tools to be able to say, you know, hey, you know, this happened and this is why I responded this way or this happened and it bothered me and I want to tell you why. Um, which I, mean, yeah. I personally think in a partnership, a friendship, whatever it is, when you're able to sit down with someone and be vulnerable about why something hurt you the way that it did mm-hmm. or why you took something away that, you know, you did. I think that personally brings you closer. Um, it definitely does. For sure. Like, it's just like, yeah. oh, you know, thank you for sharing this with me. Um, I didn't know mm-hmm. this about you. Like, to, you know, if you're willing to tell the person more, you know, I think it just opens up a line of communication that maybe wasn't open before. Um, yeah, it definitely allows the space for you to feel like you can be imperfect. Right. I think that's the thing a lot of times, like we're all trying to hold up this facade (laughs) like we're all trying to be like this perfect like um partner like the perfect image of whatever it is that we think we should be and it's just not sustainable bro like it's just not it's not there's going to be something that is going to crack that um and so you know I think like when we are able to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and acknowledge like whatever it is that we're doing it gives other people the space to do that or at least allows them to maybe feel like okay I can have flaws and it can still be okay like right I can still feel accepted and loved even with even with that baggage basically and I also think you know I think one thing that we've been unlearning is um 
you just don't like you just don't like fall in love and just stay in love. You have to continue to grow in love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. I think that also gives you the space to continue to grow in love and allow grace in that relationship to be like, Hey, I understand you're not perfect. Thank you for also understanding. I'm not perfect. Let's continue to grow and like, see how we can improve so that we can be the best parts of each other for our relationship. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. I keep saying relationship, but please note that this like takes place in your friendships platonic you know family uh romantic like all of that um I think also for me um unpacking my baggage had to be about willingness like I had to be willing to do that so it got to a point where I was like you know I'm triggered I'm triggered I'm triggered by this and then it was like oh well I know why I'm triggered but then it got to the point where it was just like okay girl it's not enough to just say you know I'm triggered why like why are you triggered and what are you going to do about it so for me it had to be about being willing to go ahead and make some of those changes and not just sit here in my hurt not just sit here in the dark and be like oh well this triggered me and you should be responsible because this triggered me and you should take accountability for this because this triggered me and the key word is me like is it didn't have anything to do with you Mm -hmm. um shout out to don't take things personally, the second agreement, but like a lot, it didn't have anything mm-hmm. to do with you if I'm triggered. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was for, for me, it was about working through that for myself and not really putting on, on anybody else to do that work for me. Yes. I love that you mentioned that basically like, okay, I've acknowledged that I feel some type of way about this. Right. Okay. But I need to take it a step further to figure out why, because I think that our generation and just like society today, first of all, we just love a new word. (laughs) We love a new term to latch on to. So I feel like trigger has been like the new hip thing to say like, oh, I'm triggered. Oh, she triggered, you know, whatever. Like you see that all over Instagram, all the memes talking about different situations. With the song, it was over. Everybody. Yeah, it was over with. It was over with. They were like, oh, yeah, I'm triggered. And that's it. Close the book. And it was like, no, sweetie. No. You got work to do. (laughs) Like, accountability comes after that. Like, unpacking that situation, unpacking that hurt Mm. is the next step. It's not enough to just say, oh, yeah, this happened. You know, or and then even placing it on other people. Like, I know men and women love to say, like, women ain't share, men ain't share, whatever. But it's like, uh, half the time, it's us. Like you said, it's literally you not doing your work. Yeah. And by no means, like, is the work easy. The shit sucks. The shit sucks. I think we always talk about this when we're talking about doing any of the self-work, any of the inner work. The shit sucks. But it also just helps for me. This is what I'll say. I think I told y'all before that I have um, a tiny bit of an issue with control. For me, it reminds me that I can't control anyone else. I can only control myself. So what is it that I can do on my end to make whatever it is work? And if it doesn't work, that's fine. But what is it that I can do over here on my end to make me feel my very best self, to make me feel, you know, comforting in whatever the situation is? Mm -hmm. That is very true. As you were talking, I was just thinking about like, you know, 
what are some things that I have learned about myself in like the past week, the past month, mm-hmm. you know, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, this is like just been a big thing. I've been having conversations with different friends about this, but, um, I know for a while I felt like if I was like talking to somebody or in a relationship or whatever, I would feel, um, and this has more to do with like the work, not necessarily someone triggering me, but more to do with like realizing the ways in which I may have been hurting myself. And as much as I probably wanted to project it onto other people, it was more about like me taking responsibility. So I like have realized that in the past, because I am such this loving and like giving person and want to pour my heart out, whatever, I would end up hurt a lot of times because I wouldn't always feel like that level of energy was being reciprocated towards me. Mm. I had to truly realize instead of blaming those people like, oh, like I do X, Y, Z for them and they don't do, you know, whatever. It was more like, well, number one, (laughs) the realization that no one owes you anything is hard to get to. It's very hard. And we've talked about it um, so much time, (laughs) but it's like hard to accept that one, like no one owes you anything. And two, for me, it was like, well, these individuals also weren't asking for you to love them in this way. Like no one was asking for you to pour your heart out to the point that you felt empty. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't on them. Yeah. That was on you. And I just like have realized that as I like interact with new people and interact with different people, like that work it has been for me to do and it's still for me to do like it's important for me to be creating those boundaries in which I feel like I can give freely without the expectation that that energy will be reciprocated and to the point that I don't feel just completely drained um and that's like I think Joelle or someone recently like posted um some words just about doing that sort of work because I don't know that has been yeah that has been a rough <laughs> I mean you said that learning we, process you said that we've talked about it so much but we've talked about it so much because literally we always run up against it we always run up yeah. against like and here's the thing no one's saying like to gaslight yourself or invalidate your own feelings like allow yeah. yourself to feel how right. you feel if you feel jaded right. like allow yourself to feel that way um but right. it just goes back to also understanding you can't control people and people have free will to exactly. do what they're, whatever they want to do um yeah so maybe someone didn't accept like you know all of you or all of your love or whatever it is but that wasn't on you it doesn't make you less of a it doesn't it doesn't make you not a good person um or you know right for like you know being your natural self being your loving self um so i think you know you kind of just have to get out of your head that like oh i'm doing this so that this person will react this way in return it's more like yeah. oh, i'm doing this because this is genuinely the person who i am and sometimes that sucks like when and... you're genuinely the person who, like genuinely yourself and then it's not yeah. you know it's not appreciated so that definitely does suck yeah 
But even to like take it a step further, because <laughs> this was the shit, <laughs> baby. What I real I was talking to, I think maybe my friend Matthew or someone um the other day. Mm-hmm. But I was realizing that it's like it's not only like who I am, but it really stems from like childhood. Mm-hmm. Like e- everything that we do, our behaviors you can basically track it back to childhood, y'all. Like, if we haven't realized that yet, understand a lot of what you're doing today is probably because of something in your childhood, whether good or bad. But I just know, for me, I would just, you know, I've always felt the need to just deal with all my problems on my own. And y'all have probably heard me say this before. Like, I would internalize a lot. I was always, I think, a very aware um, child in terms of like what's going on around me, like how people interacted with each other. I was also very conscious of other people's feelings. And I think at a very young age, I felt the need to manage the emotions of others. And so I wouldn't say certain things, which I would then just internalize because of fear of like upsetting them or mm-hmm. you know not wanting someone to feel bad and so I truly realized the other day that some of the ways in which I have been like pouring into people or like loving people or giving to people is because maybe like I wanted that space back then or I wanted that done for me and so like I'm trying to like feed my inner child by pouring into someone else instead of giving myself those things instead of like returning that love to me or like, you know, really investing in me. And that would listen, 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 <laughs> baby. If you want to get real with yourself, yeah. start looking start really unpacking those things because that's where like the true accountability comes into play. And it's hard to realize those things about yourself. It's so hard to be honest and to look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, no. Like, sis, you got some work to do. Yeah. You got some work to do. And it's not other people. Like, it's on you. And no one else can address those things, you know, that I mentioned. No one else can do that work for me. Right. It's literally on me. I think a lot of unpacking my baggage has also included, um, understanding codependency and what that looked Mm -hmm. like for me um Mm -hmm. I had and I would bet you in the right scenario probably still have an issue with needing to save people um Mm, girl because my same (laughs) same time because my (laughs) inner seven-year-old six seven-year-old when I was you know going through homelessness vowing to never let another person like ever feel the way that I felt as a child ever feel like the need to have to grow up so fast and handle all of these things my inner child Mm. is always trying to protect people always trying to make sure that they don't that they don't quote unquote make a wrong decision or, you know, yeah. do something that's quote unquote harmful to them. And I say quote unquote because like harmful by whose standards, by what I think right. is harmful for them right. or like by what is actually harmful for, harmful for them. Um, right. And I was telling someone just yesterday, I was like, you know, I, you will never, 
it is very rare. I won't say never, but it is very rare that if you have me as a friend, that I'm going to tell you how to make your decision. I don't believe Maybe. in that. <laughs> um, That's the truth. I started learning that slowly but surely. But my therapist, once I started working with her, really reminded me that it yep. is my business. <laughs> like it's, it is not my business. I love you, friend. I don't care how close we are. But there are just going to be some things that like I can't I can't tell you how to do. And so for me, back in the day, if you came to me for advice and I gave you advice and you ain't take it, I was ready to blow you up. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, why aren't you listening mm-hmm. to me? Like, why? Like, you know, whatever. But that was me and my ego needing to be the person that saved someone, needing you to listen to me so I could feel accomplished. And so it's very... Yeah. Ooh, tight. <laughs> listen, listen but, but you have to like... That's why I say like me, part of me unpacking my baggage, I also had to address my issues of codependency because a lot of yeah. what I was finding my identity in, oof, a lot of what I was finding my ooh. identity in depended upon how I could save people, how well I could save people. Ooh. And that's not my job. And so I was just telling somebody yesterday, girl, I gave myself chills on that one. I was just telling somebody yesterday. You gave me chills. <laughs> we need a sound. When we hit a true, honest moment, we need a sound to come in or something. <laughs> but um, I was just telling somebody yesterday, I was like, you know, it's very rare that you will overhear me <clears throat> and give people advice. I was like, because I don't want to be mad at a choice that you made for you. Because who has more autonomy over your life than you? Who knows better what to do for you, even if, you know, you figure out there, I've definitely been in times where I thought I knew what I needed for me and got there and was like, oh, I should have listened to my friend. But, you know, <laughs> but all of that to say, like, you have complete control over what you, what decisions you decide to make. And so I'm always the friend that's like, if you come to me about advice, I'm gonna lay it out. I'm gonna be like, okay, let's talk about it. How do you feel about it? <laughs> uh, if you do this on this end, right. like, you know, how would you feel on this end? Okay, well, think about how you feel on the other side of this scenario. What does that look like? I'm never the friend right. to tell you what to do because, for lack of better words, again, it's just not my business. Like, I'm glad that you shared it with me. I will help you talk through it, but I also want you to arrive at your own conclusion because yes. me telling you what I would do doesn't help you yes. because I only it know doesn't. if you're telling me something and you're asking me for advice, the truth is, is that I only know the part that you gave me and you could have given me all yeah. parts, right? But I still won't ever feel that situation the way that you feel that. Yeah. And I had to realize that for myself, I'm just like, I... I'm on the outside looking into her situation. Me giving her this advice is for, <laughs> listen, take what you need, leave the rest. If I ain't say nothing, leave the rest. if I ain't say nothing that resonated with you and that you felt like you could take it, please, by all cool. means, <laughs> by all means. <laughs> right. And that is like really the ultimate friend. You know, I think we all have been there where we like, girl, you should do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but that is like really the friend, the type of friend that we all need. Someone who pushes you to make your own decisions and doesn't give you a way to ultimately like make an excuse in saying, well, Ty told me I should do X, Y, Z. No, Ty did. You decided. Exactly. <laughs> Same exactly what you I decided. <laughs> right. Like you ultimately made that decision. And I think that is what 
just like helps us all become better people because you're forced to take accountability for whatever actions you take. Right. And I feel like in thinking about that, I know that Ty and I, like, I know we both really try to do that when we're talking to friends and also really try to do that with each other because. But I mean, sometimes, honey, listen, there, there are those times when you like, girl, you gotta, girl, you need to. You gotta do this. Like, yeah. So like, Definitely. also honoring that space too, because sometimes that's just what it is. Yeah. But I think like definitely trying to take this like unbiased stance because you were saying something about how, you know, um, what you might say is based off of just what they're giving you, the information that they're giving you. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times too, it's like we sometimes provide advice based off of what we would do in that situation mm-hmm. and don't necessarily acknowledge that when we're talking to someone. So they walk away thinking like, oh, I should do this. And it's like, well, girl, if your emotions aren't set up <laughs> to handle right. what might come from this, then don't, right. you know? right. Because I also think it's important to like, you have to remember that whenever you're asking somebody advice for something, they're bringing all of their past, all of their experience, yes. all of that. All to of the their front, baggage. Right. All of their baggage to the forefront to offer you that advice. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that it's right. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong, but it's the very reason why I always try to like look at the issue from a whole bunch of different ways, because one of these ways might fit yours that don't necessarily fit mine. You know, I think we always say that, like, you might put up with some stuff or might not put up with some stuff that I would or would not put up with. So, you know, I think it really just depends on, like, also, you got to know your friends, right? Like, you got to know who you're talking to. You got to know your friends. You got to know who you're talking to and, like, what you need to offer them because sometimes they need you to be a certain type of friend, so. You definitely do. So, the other day, y'all know I love my leak. Um, shout out to my league. This is like the 100th time y'all have probably had heard me say that. But anyway, um, she reposted something. <laughs> I'm a my league stand. Anyway, if y'all know my league personally, like at this point, please connect her with. Tell her. my girl I'm a big like, fan. Please, I'm a big fan. <laughs> anyway, so she reposted something that said. Heal so you can hear what's being said without the filter of your wound. And my God, my God, um, it really just it really just took me because <laughs> I think there's sometimes that we can when somebody says something, we hear it in the way we hear it in the way that we want to and not in the way that it was meant. My God, that's. I actually don't even have any words, but <laughs> I just had to pause and sit on that one because... And that's how I was. I remember I went to the, the truth. I was like, let me just save this to a collection so I can come back to this when I'm feeling real hurt by something that somebody said and maybe I took it yes. in a way that they didn't mean. Mm. We're just going to have a moment of silence for that quote. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I'm going to have to sit with that one and really... And really do some some digging on that because I know for a fact there have been so many times when someone has said something with like the most genuine, like kind, honest intentions. And I have felt some type mm-hmm. of way mm-hmm. because of the work that I haven't done. And here's the thing, like people could mean it with the illest intent when they say stuff to you or they could not. Um, comes to Mm -hmm. stuff like that again I'm more concerned with like 
how am I going to handle this situation? So if they, you know, if it did really bother me, am I going to say something about it? Or am I, you know, close mouth, I'm get fed. So am I going to be quiet about it? Or am I going to say something about it? Am I just going to leave the situation alone? Like, you know, what does that look like? Um, but I think it also speaks to the fact of like, again, you can't control anybody. So however they said it, however they meant it is really none of my business. I just want to be proud of like what I'm going to do next. And with that too, it's also like, and I guess maybe on the flip side, healing so that you can hear what's being said without the filter of your wound also allows you to be open to the good and the positivity that life Mm -hmm. has to bring. Because I think that we, I know there have been times when I've maybe been in situations in, in which someone who like wants to care for me and wants to love me or whatever is trying to do Mm -hmm. that but because I can't Mm -hmm. see past Mm -hmm. the hurt of uh of previous years or whatever it was I can't even accept I can't even like it's like your vision is just impaired you can't you don't even realize what is in front of you because you're stuck (laughs) on the past and it's like vice versa. Like, I feel like I've been in situations in which like I am trying, to, like I am doing everything that I can, whether it's been a friend or whether it's been someone I've been interested in, everything I can to make them see that like there's good, there's love, you know, whatever. And because of their past wounds not being dealt with, they can't see it. And that can be frustrating. Um, I know it's been frustrating for me at times, but I know it can be frustrating vice versa because you like want people to arrive at a certain point and that point is based off of your timing and that's just not how it mm-hmm. works. And I think that's like the other difficult thing to accept, but that right there, <laughs> listen, <laughs> that quote ain't no joke. I just remember seeing it and just being like, wow. So many times I needed this and I didn't know I needed it, but I got it now. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was also watching, if y'all can't tell by now, like me and Sabria really, really love words. And yes. for the longest, I I just I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever known someone to love words as much as honestly our friend group (laughs) our whole friend group just kind of really loves words we write really good cards to each other um I don't know it's just something about the words and so I feel like we're always like looking for a quote subconsciously like you know we could be watching anything yes and it's just like oh that's a word oh my gosh I gotta share this with the girls um so there's a Netflix show on I was about to say a Netflix show on Netflix. Okay, well, <laughs> there's a show on Netflix called uh, Dark. And y'all, if y'all have not watched Dark, y'all need to watch it. It's like super like sci-fi, time travel-ish. It's really good. I didn't expect mm-hmm. it to be as good as it was. But anyway, um, there was a part where they were talking about pain. Um, and experiencing a type of pain that you'll never forget. And someone said um, on one episode of the show, because I remember pausing it and I had to go back to make sure I had the words because 
that was it. But it said something like, your pain has made you who you are, but it no longer has power over you. And my God. <laughs> Woo. Wow, wow. There are a lot of wow, wow, wow. there are a lot of places in my life and, and I specifically always, always reference homelessness and like my early or I that's still early childhood. So like five, six, seven, eight, really five to twelve. Um I always reference that because that was so key in like the developmental years of my life and what pain mm-hmm. felt like to me. And oftentimes, and I'm not sure whether this is a good or a bad thing, <laughs> but oftentimes, anytime that I'm in some sort of pain um, or like I'm feeling hurt about something, I oftentimes um, mm-hmm. compare it to that time in my life because for me, um, and maybe I'm just, you know, I'm older now, so I remember it differently or I just remember how it felt to me but for me there was nothing more painful than those years and I think it was because it was so inconsistent and a lot of like uncertainty Mm -hmm. um and so I always reference that pain but I also reference that as the point to where I did become who I was like I yeah I feel like that was very instrumental in in who I became and the things that I care about the things that I'm passionate about um but that pain no longer yeah. has a hold of me Ugh. thank goodness um <laughs> i you know i I feel like i st- I really started working on that childhood pain because for a long time I blocked it out maybe until like senior year of college and everything just felt like it came crashing down on me. Um, and so since then, I feel like I started to really address that childhood pain because for me before I was just like, no, I went through it, but I overcame it. It was fine. But I didn't really realize like all the painful moments that were starting to show up in, in behaviors that I had thought were like good. Like, you know, <laughs> mm. I, I thought that being in control of everything and having everything organized and always having a plan for everything, you know, was good. And it's not necessarily that it isn't, but mm. I became obsessive of planning for the future because I never wanted it to be yeah. uncertain again. Um, and so there were a lot of things that I do feel like, you know, it did well for me, but there were also a lot of things that it showed that I was not doing well. And so... I really like that quote because yeah. I was just like, yeah, you're right. Like, my pain didn't make me who I am, but it doesn't have the power over me anymore. Like, I don't make my decisions out of pain yeah. anymore. I make my decisions. I'm not in my ego anymore. I'm conscious in my decision making most times. <laughs> yeah. I just have to say, Ty, that I am just really proud of you for doing that very difficult um work because I know that like <laughs> we have like all joked about you you know having this need to control <laughs> things we all joked about our different issues that we have um but I think it's been really like cool to be able to see your like evolution over time like you know where you were in college to now and just the fact that like I don't know it's very admirable that you take the time to really unpack that shit like to really address (laughs) those things to really acknowledge where it comes from and just be honest with yourself because it's very hard work especially when you not you like personally but especially when we go through things that are so like 
traumatizing or so painful early on like it's so hard to have to revisit that and to take basically what you need from those situations so I am proud of you. Well, listen, girl. thank you, sis. You said a big word. Uh, you said evolution. <laughs> and I was like, dang, have I really evolved? <laughs> you have. Oh you have. <laughs> and that's all like we're really talking about at the end of the day, y'all. Because like Ty says, and like we often mention, like, you're not always gonna get it right. But the whole purpose is to keep moving yeah. forward and to keep growing and to keep evolving. And that's where we're just saying, like, being triggered, it can't stop right there. Like, being upset, being mad about whatever it is, it can't yeah. stop right there. You don't grow from just simply acknowledging things and not doing the work after. And, like, we, if you have not realized, by now, are all about doing some self-work. We love self-work. So. <laughs> we'll sit on the phone for two hours <laughs> talking about all the work we don't do on ourselves. I just don't understand. I'd be like, why, why, <laughs> why are we on this phone talking about this for two hours? But it's just like I don't know if people realize, and I think that we are starting to realize that like things just become so much better in life when you were able to do that yeah. work for yourself. Like your relationships improve, whatever they, how, whatever type of relationship it might be, professionally. I mean, that's a whole nother situation Mm -hmm. because when you haven't dealt with some things in your personal life, it bleeds into Mm -hmm. everything else. But I think that's like, we're just realizing like, it's just important and not everyone is focused on that. But I think that we all could just have better interactions with each other if we are focused on doing the work for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. I think um, the best um, quote unquote advice I could give because y'all know. <laughs> um, but the best I the best advice I could give, and this is obviously just from my own experience, is to just lay it all out there. Um, and, mm. and really take your time. Like don't don't feel like you gotta like feel all of those emotions at once. You gotta go after it all at once. You don't have to do that. Like nobody's saying that. You know, again. The work is not easy. None of this, none of this self work is easy. The shit is fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's sometimes I think I, I, I really think sometimes like, am I crazy for like continuing to do this every day? Right. Cause it's everyday work and it's crazy. And I, I, I don't know. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a whole maniac. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's important to lay it all out there, but take your time in doing so. You don't have to do it in a day. You don't have to do it in a year. Um, unpack what you need to unpack and get out of it what you need to get out of it. Um, I, I think that's the best thing that I could I could say, and I the best thing that's worked for me is just kind of like laying it out 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 there. Um, that was very country. Laying it all out there and. <laughs> Lay it all out there, <laughs> but laying it all out. <laughs> God. Anyway, laying it all out there, um, and really taking the time to just see what what's in the bag. I, I don't think there's there's no rush in doing that. It, there's definitely not because the thing is, you are also not going to realize everything that you're carrying at the same time. 
and like we've said that, but like there's gonna be different situations, different. What was I about to say? Situationships. <laughs> Lord, please cancel all situationships because we don't need them. It's 2020 or beyond. Anyways, (laughs) there are going to be different situations that help you realize those things that you're carrying. And so it's just like, I think the, the quote that's sort of popping into my head is like, I have bags, but I'm still extending myself grace. Mm. And I think with that, it's like, and, Mm also to other people like giving yourself grace giving yourself space like still loving yourself through that work and also realizing that about other people Mm -hmm. because we can get very frustrated and maybe see certain things that haven't been addressed in other people's lives but again like you said it's not your business thank you Tabitha Brown because it's (laughs) not your business it's my business you know, and, and they have their own journey and their own work to do. Um, so, yeah, keep that in mind, y'all. Do the work, but with some grace. Yes. Any intentions you want to set, Sabrina? I, so one thing that I have been trying to do more, mm-hmm. and I think I have spurts, um, but I have really been trying to journal um situations that come up more because I was looking back at old notes on my phone and looking back at um, writings I had done in the past and have been able to see some of that growth or like I'm able to, you know, look at those situations now with a new perspective. And so that's one thing I'm really trying to push myself to do moving forward because, um, you know, I may not have the answer now, but there are definitely things that I could revisit and I know that I want to remember in the future. So I think for me, like I am just looking towards like journaling those emotions, like being truly honest with myself going forward to continue to help myself do the yeah. work. So, yeah. Yeah. What about um, you? Um... I think that my intention for myself would be to continue to challenge myself um, and challenge myself every time that I think that I've learned a lesson um, or that I've completed, Mm -hmm. you know, I've completed all nine classes for the, for the lesson I'm supposed to learn. Like that every time that I think, um, or every time that I've gotten complacent in thinking that I no longer need to grow in this area, um, that I continue to challenge myself to do so. And also, um, also trying to recognize or challenging myself to recognize, um, challenging myself to recognize when I, when I do need to extend other people grace on their own journeys. Um, because, mm-hmm. because we're all we're all trying to do this thing um this thing called life at a different pace um and that's okay so just trying to like recognize when you know i need to allow grace for somebody to grow in the way that they're going to grow and i think that's it i was gonna say I, i'm gonna add that one to my <laughs> list and also add, <laughs> i'm gonna uh, continue to add that um radical Mm. honesty to my list as well yeah because i have 
felt off and on in the past couple weeks myself shrink mm. for the comfort of others. That's um, I think one of the quotes by Alex L. But I have definitely felt myself um shrink to 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 not ruffle mm-hmm. feathers or because I was afraid of my own truth. Mm-hmm. And so definitely adding that to the list of intentions I'm just going to add for this week and moving too. forward. Because, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I could definitely use a little bit of that. I have been um, definitely trying to make some people comfortable and some transitions comfortable. And yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to add that. Yeah. yeah. We got some work. We got some work to do. We got some work to do. All of that to say, you got your shit. We do too. We're going to work on this shit collectively and get this shit done. And clean (laughs) this shit up. All right, y'all. Clean it up. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye, (laughs) y'all.